Hey everyone, Nathan Hayes here for the Focal Point Podcast. And uh, today I want to give you some thoughts. I've had these conversations a uh, fair amount recently on what to include in a staff meeting and, and how to run those. Now, uh, other consultants on our team can certainly give you their own input, but I want to give you my thoughts on on it as well. Um, and let's let's start by saying that there's there's a couple of types of meetings you might have, um, and practices will meet with different frequencies. But I mean, occasionally it'll be as the big one would be, hey, we're going on a retreat end of year. We're going to do a ton of training and vision casting, and we're going to go away and get out of the office. Um, and that's a big deal and hard to plan and very intimidating. Um, other practices might only meet once a quarter or once a week, uh, excuse me, once a month. Uh, and, and those meetings might still be 30 minutes, an hour, and um, again, very useful, important to spend time investing in your team. Um, but that's also a lot to a lot of content to fill in there, and sometimes can get a little road stale. And, and the last thing you want when when meeting with your team is to make it arduous and make people feel like you're wasting their time. Um, so I think what what I want to start with today, and I'll give you some thoughts on the sort of longer form meetings, but I actually want to think about what what if we took a lot of the stress off the management team, you and uh, your managers, on on how to fill up the time, and and get away from even feeling like you need to fill a ton of time. And, and switch to having you know low stakes, high frequency, short meetings with your team. Uh, and this may be the team as a whole, this may be departmental level, but what, it, what would it look like to have um, you know, a five to 10 stand-up meeting once a week or even every day? Uh, and some of our, our more effective practices are doing that once a day, stand-up meeting, run through the patient list if there's any special issues, et cetera. But what could you have in a short 10 minute meeting? How much can you cover and what might it look like? First off, great chance to just review results from the previous week, previous day. Um, revenues, is the schedule full? How's our revenue per exam? How's our capture rate? Uh, just just keep everyone really dialed into the performance of the practice. And, and my advice to everyone is, when you talk about results, uh, I, I think, look, I'm a financial consultant. Revenues are obviously the number um, to me, and profits are the number for the owner, but for the staff, revenue is all you need. But what do revenues measure? Uh, just as we think about it, revenues measure the number of patients we see, how much care those patients consume from us, which is a comment on our effectiveness clinically, and how well we do collecting those revenues. So how well we bill, code, collect, manage receivables. But fundamentally for most of your team, it's gonna be can we get more patients in? And are we being effective prescribing those, those patients everything that they, they need? for the benefit of their vision? And are we effective in the sense that they're gonna go ahead and say, yes, I will buy two pairs of glasses today. I do wanna play or play no sons with my contact lenses. Um, I am ready to, to come back for you know some dry eye treatments. Are we telling our patients everything they need? So great chance to run through those results and make sure everyone knows, one, how the practice is doing, because it can be scary, especially for new employees that haven't, you know, they don't know how well the business is doing but it also holds people to account. Second thing to consider in, in, in these short five, 10 minute meetings, run through result areas, run through patient volume, have different people report to you the results that they're responsible for. Um, this is great for two reasons. One, you doctor or you manager are busy and don't have a ton of time in, that you need to be pulling this stuff together. Um, Two, it's their job anyway, so 
why not have them do it um, and, and keep track of how they're performing? But three, there's natural accountability if they're going to come in every week and say, hey, our goal for the scheduled fill rate is 90 plus percent. And we've been at 80% for the past couple of years or day weeks. You know, if they're reporting it to you, they're reporting on their results. And then you can start asking questions and, and, and you know, on what's happening there. But have your, have your team report. It's, if most practice owners struggle with the feeling that no one takes ownership for their job, if people have to report their result areas, it will help them take ownership of their roles. Um, and, you know, again, even if there's only five benchmarks you're tracking on a regular basis, schedule fill rate, revenue per exam, capture rates, um, you know, AR, you know, days aging on the reports, wh whatever those are, as you're looking at them on a regular basis, always stop and ask the question, hey, is there anything, it, what can we do to continue improving on this? Are there any issues that are coming up? Um, and, and also ask the question, which is really important, hey, what's working? What do we need to do more of? And then maybe you build on that or it triggers new ideas, but always ask, solicit the feedback from the staff. Hey guys, what's working? What's not working? What can we do to be improving? Um, short frequent stand-up meetings, obviously a great chance to address very quickly any issues going on in the office. And that could be interpersonal issues, that could be process issues, that could be patient issues. Um, at, at every meeting, I'd wanna bring in some patient reviews that have come in Anytime you get them, read them to the staff, good, bad, and different, break it down. Again, hey, what worked here, what didn't work, what can we improve on, etc. All right, so that's that's the short meeting. And, and it won, so it's gonna keep your staff very engaged with the results of the practice and knowing what's gonna drive results. We wanna focus on getting more patients in the door, we wanna focus on generating more revenue per exam, to the extent that it's possible. Not every practice is gonna average $500 an exam, although it's a great goal for most practices. Um, two, it gets everyone in the, the, the habit of being held accountable. Um, and people are going to know where they stand. And if someone isn't performing, you know, it's, if you have to let somebody go, it's not because they didn't know they were underperforming. They're getting constant feedback. Um, and three, it sets, uh, you know, a culture of communication among everyone to, to let them know. And a bunch of low stakes iterations that are frequent. So even if someone's selling, bothering someone one week. They may not be willing to say it that week, but if you keep giving them the opportunity week after week, eventually they may speak up and say, you know what, this, this is something that I think is not working in the office. This is something that's bothering me. Um, what can we do there? But, but again, the frequency of communication, the shortness of the meeting actually allows for um, more openness, better accountability, and, and it doesn't take a ton of preparation. In fact, it should take almost none. Just show up, bring your stuff. Short meetings, I think, are one of the uh, most underutilized um, management tools for, for our members. Um, so I would, I would highly recommend it, even if it's once a week, less than 15 minutes, maybe less than 10, maybe it's five on an ordinary week where everything's going pretty well. Um, get in, get out, give everyone the opportunity to, to, to say their piece and, and then get, get back to the business of taking care of patients' eyes. Now, it's some longer... Uh, intervals, say monthly or quarterly, you may be having more of a, the hourly or, or um, you know, two, maybe a two-hour meeting even. Well, that's a lot of time to fill. Um, and, and what do we want to do in those? Well, I would do some culture building. So come up with a fun question that helps people get to know each other. Um, you know, ha have some icebreaker type activities. Keep everyone engaged. Build, build a community among your staff. The better they know one another, the better they 
the more they trust one another and, and feel a sense of caring for one another, the better they'll perform together as a team. Um, it is always a good thing to do vision casting. So um, I was an officer in my fraternity in college, and one of our rules was at least once a month at our um, chapter meetings, we had to restate the vision of the fraternity. And, and the simple reason was that people forget and they drift off vision. So um, if these meetings, and maybe you come at it from different angles, but constantly you re reiterate, this is the vision and the mission of our practice. This is what we're about. This is how we're differentiated. This is what we're going to do that sets us apart. These are the priorities of our, our practice. This is what we want to be about, both as a team internally and, and how we treat one another. And as you know, clinical ECPs facing our patients, this is how we're gonna take care of our patients. And, and you need to do it constantly. You've got an hour, hey, 15 minutes, 10, 15 minutes of just reviewing that, asking people they have questions, asking people they have situations that they wanna debrief. Case studies and stories are the best way to communicate um, your vision for the practice and what, how you want people to act. Tell stories about patient encounters, tell stories about staff interactions, good, bad, um, but use stories as a way to reinforce things. It's one thing to say that we want to have white glove service in a practice. It's another thing to say, hey, listen, um, we every single patient that buys glasses is gonna have the glasses you know, dispensed to them on a felt line tray with a chocolate and a flower, I mean, whatever it is. But that story of how it's done, or tell a story about, hey, I was at the, um, I went to Vision Expo West and at the Venetian, um, I had this just surprise interaction with a staff member or we were at Disney World with our family. But tell stories that, that give people a more concrete sense of how the vision of whatever it is in the practice is gonna be applied. And maybe, hey, maybe it's a, a medical encounter. Hey, I went to my dentist and I'm giving you stories now. I went to my dentist and she explains to me everything she does from a thyroid cancer check to gingivitis when she's looking at my gum. She just tells me, and it makes a huge difference in, in my experience with the care. Hey, Tex, are we, are we explaining to our patients well what kind of language are we using to describe pretesting so they know what's going on? Um, and those stories help reinforce that. Um, it's a great time to do some training, maybe one area of the practice um, a month, and you know, have, have a staff member train. You know, have, uh, when I sold furniture, for instance, at our weekly meetings, it, on a rotating basis, it was going to be someone's job to learn everything there was about one sofa or one chest or one dining room table and describe the features to the rest of the team. And, you know, this can be even a, a little bit of cross-training, but keeping everyone communicating, have a team member talk about their job, explain what they're doing. Um, if, if, you, if they're having to teach it, they're going to know it that much better. So, again, engage your team in this. Uh, and bring in outsiders too. It's always great. And you know, look, if you're going to have a monthly lunch meeting, you know, why not have a vendor bring in lunch and do a lunch and learn as well, um, and give them twenty, thirty minutes to talk about their products. Um, so that would be more your monthly meetings. And, and again, any any policy changes you need to make, um, but fill it up an hour. And that's where training and some more vision casting review stuff can go on, as well. F finally. Um, you know, a couple, some practices will have a retreat, and this is a great time to get it, you know, have some activities together as well. So, you know, the stereotypical high ropes course type thing. 
Uh, but hey, maybe it's, hey, we're all going to go get our nails did or, or what have you. Uh, bring the guys too and have them be embarrassing. That'll be funny as well. Um, but on the retreat, I would absolutely um, plan on, on preparing leaders, managers, owners um, from the past year. Um, bring some stories of the, the big wins of the practice. You know, we caught, um, you know, we, we prevented blindness in this patient by catching something. I'm not a clinician, so I can't tell you what that looks like. Or, hey, guys, we were able to diagnose cancer or we were able to change this person's life with vision therapy and her grades are up. Um, but but absolutely bring those stories and have it have your retreats be very positive celebrations of success um, make it fun it's going to take some planning give your staff some time to just go do stuff together as well um, but one of the challenges of every organization and this is true for for leaders in particular leaders have to make time for themselves just to to work on the practice um, but it is incredibly short-sighted to say that, hey, listen, my staff are expensive. You know, we need to always be doing our work. And if you never take the time to step away from the work and evaluate how you're doing it and talk about improving how you do it, um, the practice will tend to stagnate. Um, you'll lose control over the culture in your office that makes it such a nice place to work, or maybe it's not a nice place to work, um, how people treat each other, but also how they're treating your patients. Um, Make time, make time, make time. And again, you know, if, you, if you're worried about those long form, hey, taking them out of the office, paying them for days of work where there's no patient care going on, no revenue coming in the door, then, then it becomes that much more important to make the most of your know, monthly 30 minute meeting and, and look at low, I, I can't stress enough, low risk, um, frequent short meetings as a way to just maintain open lines of communication from your staff back to you and from them and accountability. So those are some thoughts on staff meetings for you uh, that I hope help. Hopefully we've gotten you through a, a shortish morning commute. And uh, as always, our IDOC team here, um, myself, uh, I guess me, grammatically, and the rest of our team, if you want other thoughts on, on what to put in your staff meetings, uh, give us a call, talk to your account managers about getting on our calendars, and we would love to talk to you more about how you're communicating with your staff, what you're measuring with your staff, and um, ways to improve it and, and push your practice forward. Thanks a lot, and this is Nathan Hayes signing off.